Hi, I'm Matt Dolan, and I'm here to get you ready for the 2023 NFL Draft, as it is just a few days away, meaning those fantasy football rookie drafts, they're just around the corner as well. We are going to preview my rookie rankings there at the quarterback, tight end, running back, and wide receiver positions in order to have fantasy managers further informed ahead of the unofficial kickoff to the 2023 fantasy football season. With that being said, make sure to check out the 2023 Fantasy Points Prospect Guide over at FantasyPoints.com. Brett Whitfield does an excellent job breaking down each prospect ahead of the NFL draft from strengths and weaknesses to their own rookie rankings. They have you covered at FantasyPoints.com. Now also take a second, hit that subscribe button as we are dropping new content right here on the Vipers Network that you do not want to miss. Now let's get started on the 2023 Fantasy Football Rookie Rankings starting with the quarterback position. My number one quarterback for fantasy Anthony Richardson out of Florida at six foot four, 244 pounds. When an anonymous scout drops a term, ham cannon, I've heard all that I needed to hear. The Konomi code, cheat code, is Richardson's floor in terms of fantasy. He also checks all the physical boxes when it comes to size and arm strength. He can push the ball down the field, fit it in tight spaces, and throw it outside of the numbers. With less than 400 career snaps, Richardson, he's going to need to learn on the fly. At number two, how about Bryce Young out of Alabama? 5'10", 204 pounds. Forget size, Young said it himself. He's been this size his whole life, and it ain't stopped him yet. Bryce Young reportedly posted 98 out of 99 on the S2 Cognitive Test, a test that is designed to showcase a processing ability, which makes sense since he led the class in passer grade against the sky's coverage under pressure and without pressure. At number three, C.J. Stroud, six foot three, 214 pound quarterback out of Ohio State. Listen, if you have Stroud as the number one quarterback, I don't hate it. He may be the safest of the three quarterbacks here. No concerns regarding the size or experience, and he can process and make all the necessary throws. The only reason he is below the other two signal callers is the other two offer a higher upside running the ball. At number four, how about Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee? Six foot three, 217 pounds. Age and injury concerns are going to be the word of the day when it comes to Hooker. Coming off an ACL injury will be the biggest red flag in an 11 games last season. Hooker would go for 3,135 yards and 37 touchdowns and was front and center there when it came to the Heisman watch. He also added at least 400 rushing yards in each of the three seasons, going all the way back to his Virginia Tech days. At number five, Will Levis, Kentucky, six foot four, 229 pounds, NFL personnel. They're the ones that are making the decisions, and they like Levis much more than perhaps the media. Well, at least the fantasy football people out there. Big arm, but he sat in an offense that had no offensive line and no playmakers to get the ball to, outside of Wondell Robinson, who was drafted last year. Now, personally, I cannot forgive a man for putting mayo in his coffee. I am a coffee stand here, and you can't desecrate it that way. Or you can't eat bananas with the peels on. Like, I mean, even the animal kingdom has found a way to peel a banana. Those are the top five quarterbacks when it comes to fantasy. Here's a few more that have some upside a little bit later on. Like our number six quarterback, Jaron Hall out of BYU. Six foot, 207 pounds. Hall, like Bryce Young, he is small. And like Young, he scored very well on that S2 with a 93%. Last season, Hall threw for 3,171 yards and 31 touchdowns while only turning over the ball in the air on six occasions. Good touch on the ball, hits his targets on the move, just on a big arm, and that's going to limit that fantasy production. 
Number seven, Aiden O'Connell there. Purdue, six foot three, 213 pounds. O'Connell is that prototypical journeyman type quarterback there. That backup quarterback throws with timing and anticipation. Good on those intermediate and short passes. He'll be good enough to come into a game or two in relief, but not more after that. Number eight, Tanner McKee. Stanford, six foot five, 231 pounds. Big quarterback with decent arm strength. He can hit accurately at all three levels. So what's the problem? Poor decision-making, especially if there's pressure. Not exactly something that NFL scouts hold in high regard. At number nine, Jake Hannon there out of Fresno State. Another small quarterback, six foot, 207 pounds. But as far as prospects are concerned, he's another one of those high scorers there when it came to that S2 scoring, 96%. 53 touchdowns versus 12 interceptions over the last two seasons. And according to a league survey out there of the 2023 draft prospects, he's got a little bit of Drew Brees in him, so he's worth a shot late in fantasy drafts. At number nine, Clay Toon there out of Houston. Toon was the top quarterback in this year's class when it came to target percentage, hitting at a rate of 78%. One production on how good he was since 2021. He has PFS highest grade there at 92.9. And thanks to 53 big time throws that led to 7,607 yards and 70 touchdowns. At number 10, Stenson Bennett out of Georgia. Hey, he's been counted out his entire career and I wouldn't bet against him. Then again, I guess I can't am betting against him because I won't be drafting him here in 2023. And there you have it, my top 10 quarterbacks for fantasy in 2023 pre-draft. Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Hendon Hooker, Will Levis, Jaron Hall, Aiden O'Connell, Tanner McKee, Jake Hanner, and Clayton Toon. Now turning our attention to the tight end position. The tight end position has been a fantasy wasteland for some time now, but there is hope on the horizon, thanks in part to some of these pass catchers available here in 2023, starting with my number one tight end prospect, Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, 6'3", 246 pounds. To be a good fantasy tight end, you need to be able to get open, catch the ball, and do something after the catch. And Kincaid checks all those boxes. He also possesses the best hands in this class amongst his tight end peers. And you couple that with being one of the best route runners, you have an early recipe for success in fantasy. As for his size, 70% of fantasy tight ends that are producing, they don't even play with their hands in the dirt anymore. Number two, hey, Darnell Washington, Georgia, six foot six, 264 pounds. I get it. I'm probably higher on him than anyone else. Agent zero, Darnell Washington. He's the reason that the Eagles basically lobbied for zero to be back in the game today. If you like Rashawn Johnson there, because he sat behind Bijan Robinson, well, Washington, he was essentially stuck behind Brock Bauer. So I'm not gonna hold that against him. With his size and his athletic traits, He is like a tight end unicorn that is more than happy to put defenders on their backside in the run game. His blocking ability will get him on the field and his ridiculous catch radius and ball skills will get him in your fantasy lineups. One of the best tight ends in this class when it came to yards per reception, missed tackles forced per reception and yards after catch per reception, not to mention explosive play rates. Now, Luke Musgrave there out of Oregon State, 6'5", 253 pounds. The big man is deceptively fast, 4'6", 140. You can see him pulling away from defenders there who were caught off guard by his speed. At number four, Michael Mayer, Notre Dame, 6'4", 249. I'm going to catch some flack here for having Mayer this low down on my list, but he's not really my type. Mayer is physical, sure. Can you find some open space? 
but that's really his ceiling. I don't see any explosiveness, no real upside regarding yards after the catch. He'll be a solid tight end, just not as great for fantasy as I would like. At number five, Will Mallory, Miami, six foot four, 239 pounds. He had some drop issues early in his career, but he had one of the better catch rates there in 2022 there amongst the tight end positions. Now, I'm also higher on Mallory than most, but his tape shows potential. An explosive athlete with plenty of juice to spare. He's versatile enough to line up on the outside or on the inside and create mismatches while providing enough wiggle and burst to have a huge run after the catch guy here in the NFL. At number six, Sam Laporta, Iowa, six foot three, 245 pounds. Now, one of the things that attracted me to Darnell Washington was his rack prospects. But Sam Laporta has been there and done that. He follows the Hawkeyes tight end lineage there, going back to George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, and Noah Fan. Expect teams to move Laporta around and count on his elite route running ability to get open and his ability to force missed tackles to result in production. And number seven, how about Zach Kuntz out of Old Dominion? Six foot six, 255 pounds with four, five, five, 40 speed. And he is coming in as the big man here. And that has me excited. He has the ability to create those size speed mismatches. And he is a surprisingly good route runner, able to get down in and out of those cuts. Looking for a developmental prospect that could be a home run, then Koontz could be that guy. And number eight, how about Tucker Craft, South Dakota State, six foot five, 254 pounder. Worthy of a late flyer in fantasy, Kraft has a size-athleticism combination that has been historically productive at this level. He's long and strong and about to get his tight end game on here at the NFL level. He will also just need a little bit of time to kind of work on those breaks and getting in all those routes. As you can see, there is a good solid seven tight ends that could be productive in fantasy here available in the 2023 NFL Draft. Dalton Kincaid, Darnell Washington, Luke Musgrave, Michael Mayer, Sam Laporta, Zach Koontz, and Tucker Kraft. We've talked quarterbacks, we've talked tight ends. Now let's talk about those guys carrying the rock. This year's running back class offers a little bit of everything and a lot of depth. Number one, Bijan Robinson, Texas, 5'11", 215 pounds. He is the consensus number one running back in this year's class. Looking for some backs who've recently been selected in the top 10. How about Todd Gurley in 2015? He was selected there. Ezekiel Elliott, fourth overall selection in 2016. Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey there, selected seventh and eighth respectively in 2017. And Saquon Barkley, the second overall pick in 2018. And I would say that those selections all worked out pretty well for those who made the picks. There's a good chance that we hear B.J. Robinson's name called in that top 10 this year. At number two, Jameer Gibbs, Alabama, five foot nine, 199 pounds. Any other year, the consensus may argue that Gibbs is the top back in the class. And while he isn't there yet, I think that gap has been closing as we get closer and closer to draft day. Now in the open field, I would argue that Gibbs is actually better than Robinson, especially if you're looking at those PPR type leagues there, Gibbs could provide you that Austin Eckler type weekly performances. Now Gibbs, 14.1 yards after the catch, Per reception, that was better than Travis Etienne's mark in 2020 and better than Christian McCaffrey's mark in 2015. Gibbs is quicker than a hiccup and his 4.36 speed shows that he's plenty fast too. At number three, Zach Charbonnet, UCLA, six foot, 214 pounds. Charbonnet is going to be landing spot dependent when it comes to fantasy as he has all the tools that could help him become a bell cow type back. Hopefully he can land on a team that uses plenty of play action that will make his downhill style that much more productive. At number four, Tajay Spears, Tulane, 5'9", 201 pounds. If you watch one game film all off season, pop in the Cotton Bowl there where Spears dropped over 200 yards rushing, 
four scores on just 17 carries against USC. Easily the best player during the Senior Bowl practices there. And if that's good enough for Jim Nagy, he's certainly good enough for me. Acceleration, speed, vision. He protects the ball and he makes things happen when the ball is in his hands. Number five, Rashawn Johnson, Texas, six foot, 219 pounds. Johnson is that downhill run between the tackles back who combines power and vision to press the line of scrimmage and churn out the yardage. Johnson forced a missed tackle on 45% of his carries over the last two seasons, which is the best mark in the country. And if it weren't for Bijan Robinson, I think everybody would have Johnson much higher on their draft boards. And number six, how about Tank Bigsby Auburn, 5'11", 210 pounds. If you were to design the perfect physique for an NFL back, Tank Bigsby would be that back, which means there is workhorse role type potential in his future. With great first and elite short area quickness, Bigsby can make defenders miss to pick up the yardage. He is somewhat limited in the passing game, but then again, Auburn's offense was somewhat limited during his whole tenure down there. His 976 rushing yards last season, that doesn't really stand out. But what does stand out, remember, 740 of those yards came after contact. That's 76% of his rushing yards after contact. That will translate well in the NFL. And number seven, Israel Abinikanda. They're out of Pittsburgh, 5'10", 216 pounds. The pit back has that breakaway speed. It was evident by his 31 breakaway runs over the last two seasons. At 216 pounds, he ran a 4'4", 540 there and showed off his explosiveness with a 41-inch vertical, a 10-foot, 8-inch broad jump, size, speed, production. He checks all the boxes here. The only red flag here is he somewhat struggled after contact. Number eight, Kendra Miller, TCU, 5'11", 215 pounds. Miller was so good that Zach Evans knew there wasn't enough touches to go around. Miller has that Joe Mixon skill set that allows him to set up his blocks and force missed tackles. Essentially, he creates his yards on his own. That's the ability of the forced tackles, along with the good burst and some of the best vision in this class. Only drawback, he doesn't have that elite long speed that helps him swing for the fences. At number nine, the aforementioned Zach Evans out of Mississippi, 5'10", 202 pounds. After deciding he didn't want to share the ball with Miller, Evans went to Old Miss there and had one of the best years of his career, hitting pay dirt on 10 occasions and topping 1,000 yards on the ground. Evans checks all the size speed boxes there. He makes good disruptive cuts and he plays a north-south style game there, which shows his burst and his acceleration. Like most backs, his involvement in the pass game limits what he can do for fantasy. That, I don't know if we know, if he knows how to pass protect. And number 10, Devin Achain there, out of Texas A&M, 5'8", 188 pounds. If Robinson is that bell cow back and gives us that best space back in this draft, then the cane speed makes him the best scat back in this year's draft class. Speed doesn't help him on short yardage and goal line situations, so his upside is somewhat limited. At number 11, Evan Hall, Northwestern, 5'10", 209 pounds. With a 44940 speed will not be a question for Hall at the next level. He has that NFL build-a-back build and will be productive in the passing game. He literally led all running backs in FBS in receptions. He's not a hot pick for fantasy, but he has the potential to be an unsung hero if given the opportunity. At number 12, Sean Tucker, Syracuse, 5'9", 207 pounds. There's some good Sean Tucker tape out there. There's also some that leaves you yearning for more. You don't have to worry about him turning the ball over. 
as he only did so on three occasions there on 650 touches at Syracuse. All Tucker needs is 18 inches of daylight and he is gone with that elite burst. There are a few backs that can match. As of right now, Tucker is limited in the pass game as well, which limits his fantasy value. At number 13, how about Dwayne McBride? Right now, McBride projects as a rotational piece in a team's backfield and an asset in short yardage. He's one of those thigh master type backs in this class. McBride was productive against weaker competition, running for over 3,000 yards, 32 touchdowns the last two seasons for the Blazers. At number 14, Kansas State's very own Deuce Vaughn. Vaughn was productive at Kansas State, but his size is going to be a problem in the NFL. It's easy to compare him to, I don't know, Kansas State standout, Darren Sproles. At number 15, Chase Brown, Illinois, 5'9", 209 pounds. With 4.43 speed there and a 40-inch vertical to with a 10-7 broad jump, Brown produced one of the best relative athletic scores in this year's class amongst the position. He is the Lord of the Thighs! Maybe not quite on the same level as Saquon Barkley or A.J. Dillon, but he's not that far off either. I should probably stop looking at dude's thighs at this point. There you have it. That is my top backs here of this year's class. Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, Zach Charbonnet, Tajay Spears, Roshan Johnson, Tank Bigsby, Israel Abedikanda, Kendra Miller, Zach Evans, Devin Kane, Evan Hall, Sean Tucker, Dwayne McBride, Deuce Vaughn, and Chase Brown. It's time to turn our attention to the wide receiver class. Listen, I like this receiver class. I really do. I'm just not in love with it. And I think you can make a strong argument for any one of the top four consensus wide receivers to be the first wide receiver selected in the NFL draft and possibly your fantasy drafts. Now, if you want more information on these pass catchers, check out Scott Baird's 2023 pre-NFL draft rookie wide receiver rankings there over at fantasypoints.com as he runs through this year's class through the wide receiver model, and it may kind of surprise you there. Now, my number one here is pretty much right in line with the rest of the consensus right now. And that is Jackson Smith and Jigba there out of Ohio State, six foot 196 in 2021. His 1,606 receiving yards, that was more than Marvin Harrison Jr. That was more than Garrett Wilson. That was more than Chris Olave. So we know that this man can produce. And it wouldn't surprise me if he could end up as the Eagles pick there at number 10. And that would pretty much be unfair there. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, JSN. Yeah, that's that's just not fair for an offense to put all that together. Now, JSN, he is a smooth route runner who attacks at the catch points. And he does this as good as anybody. After the catch, forget about it. He is gone. If you think you have him lined up, you don't. If you think you're going to arm tackle him, you won't. At number two, Jordan Addison, USC, 5'11". 173 pounds you win in the nfl by creating separation and you do this with speed or size or route running now jsn he may be a smooth route runner but no one runs routes better in this year's draft class than jordan addison while most were disappointed in the times he put up there here in the combine and his pro days and we're probably expecting more of a dynamic playmaker type numbers there you can't question his production in 35 games addison he produced 219 receptions, 3,134 yards, averaging about 14.3 yards per reception and 29 touchdowns. Much of that coming as a sophomore that at Pitt, where he took home the Belichnikoff Award in 2021 after leading the nation in touchdowns and finishing fourth and sixth, respectively, in yards and receptions. And number three, Quinton Johnson, TCU, six foot three, 208 pounds. We have all been burnt by either Baylor wide receivers or TCU wide receivers in fantasy in the past. This year, I'm telling you, it is going to be different. I am ready to believe again. Johnson could be the first receiver off the board, 
And then again, he might not hear his name get called on night one. This is the, what, what the truth is about this wide receiver class. It truly is polarizing, but I do love me a freaky type athlete. And that is exactly what Johnson is. Johnson, he's the kind of guy who's going to eat up cushions, stack defenders on deep balls, and he has the ability to use his size to go up and make plays. I just wish he'd play up to his size a little bit more often, a little bit more consistently. Number four, Zay Flowers, Boston College, five foot nine, 182 pounds. There's a few small type wide receivers for you to look at in your rookie drafts and landing spots. They could help determine where that fantasy production is going to shake out. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if Flowers was the first wide receiver off the board. Flowers is essentially like catching lightning in a bottle. People talk about it, but I don't know anyone who's actually done it. At number five, Marvin Mims, Oklahoma, 5'11", 183 pounds. Almost everything that Jordan Addison is expected to be, Mims is, except with a little bit more burst. As a freshman, Mims was averaging 4.07 yards per route run. In the following season, he was seeing 17.2 yards per target, which was even more impressive than CeeDee Lamb's 2019 mark. At number six, Josh Downs out of North Carolina, 5'9", 171 pounds. Maybe I don't like big wide receivers. Maybe I'm more into these smaller types. Or maybe it's that these smaller wide receivers are doing a great job at creating separation with their route running ability, and that translates very well at the next level. Downs, he is no different. 2.5 career yards per route run. That was the fourth best mark there amongst pass catchers here in this draft, trailing only JSN, Quinton Johnson, and Jordan Addison. Downs can play on the outside or the inside, and he makes a play on every ball thrown his way. Number seven, Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee, six foot, 176. Surprise, surprise, another smallish wide receiver here in the top 10. Now that narrative that you're being too small to play in the NFL, that no longer exists at the wide receiver position. With 4-4-40 speed there, Jalen Hyatt, he can flat out fly and he can stretch out defense. He's got that Deshaun Jackson type upside in him. The dude ran a 10.46, 100 meter in high school. I can't even go from the couch to the fridge in under 11 seconds. If defenders get a piece of him, he gone. However, if they get a piece of him, they can easily reroute him. At number eight, A.T. Perry out of Wake Forest, six foot three, 198 pounds. That's right, six foot three, 33 inch arms, 35 inch vertical. Perry is going to be able to out high point most defenders that he'll be lining up against. Perry also tracks the ball extremely well and runs very good routes. He has the potential to be the steal of your fantasy drafts, but I wouldn't wait too long. Perry finished the 2022 season with 81 catches, 1,096 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Not bad coming out of Wake Forest. At number nine, Cedric Tillman, Tennessee, six foot three, 213 pounds. And like Perry, Tillman has that look of a prototypical X receiver at the NFL level. Also like Perry, he makes effective use of his ball skills, catch radius, and top and body control to gain advantage over opposing defenders. Unlike Perry, he isn't a refined route runner, which could slow his role early on. At number 10, Tyler Scott, Cincinnati, 5'9", 177. Scott had 55 catches for the Bearcats last season, nine of them resulting in touchdowns. He also saw 2.7 yards per route run, which is right on par with A.T. Perry. Expect those numbers to increase at the NFL level with NFL caliber quarterback play, thanks to his deep play abilities there, his instinctiveness, and his explosiveness. He's like Jalen Hyatt, except nobody's talking about him. And number 11, 
Rashid Rice there, SMU, six foot, 204 pounds. Only Puka, Naku there, Jalen Hyatt, and Quinton Johnson averaged more yards per route in 2022 than Rashid Rice's 3.3. Rice, he is a math changer, turning 50-50 balls into 80-20 balls. And once the ball is in his head, he's a real threat to accumulate yards after the catch. You want to play bully ball in the secondary, then Rice is who you want making plays for your offense. Number 12, Jaden Reed, Michigan State, 5'10", 187 pounds. Another senior bowl standout there. Reed was torching dudes all week down in Mobile, something that Michigan State didn't really ask him to do. Now, if Jim Nagy says that Reed will outperform many of these wide receivers here that are projected to go ahead of him as a pro, then you have to listen. Reed may not be a day one contributor in fantasy, but a year or two down the road, his yak ability, his vertical skills, that could make him a top-notch fantasy asset. At number 13 and moving up, Jonathan Mingle, Mississippi, six foot one, 220 pounds there. Now I've been coming around on Mingle recently. He's been quietly creeping up my board, but I'm not quite where some of my peers are currently at. It's like they're saying he's the best receiver to come out of this draft already. Maybe he will be because of that size, that downfield ability, that athleticism, and that yak attack. He could be A.J. Brown, but right now, he's closer to LaVisca Chanel. And I will say this though, Mingo, he is a freak! Number 14, Michael Wilson, Stanford, 6'1", 213 pounds. Wilson may not wow scouts with his speed, but he is one of the more explosive athletes in this class. 37 and a half inch vertical there, 10-5 broad jump, and he can just put the ball up there. He is going to go out there and get it. For a big wide receiver, Wilson is an exceptional route runner, which means he's going to be able to create separation. So his 4-5-8-40, that's going to be good enough. At number 15, Nathaniel Dell Houston, 5'8", 165. Teams can make some concessions when it comes to size, but Tank Dell is really pushing the envelope on this one here in 2023. Dell has that a return type of ability there that he basically goes start and go in a blink of an eye. And despite what he lacks in size, he does an impressive job there shielding the ball from defenders. Several NFL scouts have reportedly said that they believe that Dell is the top route runner in this year's NFL draft class. And like I said, Neil McCoy, he may have been about the wink. Well, Tank Dell is all about the twitch. Number 16, Keishon Butte there, LSU, 5'11", 195. How the mighty have fallen. Only a few years ago, we were talking about Butte possibly be considered the top in this class. You have to feel that some of that is somewhere in there. And maybe, maybe we can see that run after the catch kid with those exceptional ball skills, or perhaps those ankle surgeries have finally taken the toll on him and taken all that talent away from us. At number 17, Pukanaku there, BYU, six foot one, 201 pounds, productive pass catcher out of BYU, and was great in terms of yards per route in 2022. He is one of the more unique prospects, and he's going to need to land with an offensive coordinator that is going to be looking to manufacture touches for him. He has exceptional lateral quickness there, and he's going to make you miss on those quick hitters and screens. Even if you have, get a helmet on him, he's probably not going to go down. At number 18, Parker Washington, Penn State, 5'9", 204 pounds. This wide receiver class is deep and average at best, so it's really hard for players to separate themselves. Well, where Parker Washington does it, is his work out of the slot. He had the second highest contested win rate there last season. And like I said, he's basically unguardable out of the slot. He basically turns into a running back and he's built like one too. And number 19, Xavier Hutchinson, 
Iowa State, 6'1", 203 pounds. Another wide receiver with exceptional hands. If you can find a way to get open and if you can get the ball, then you can produce at this level. Hutchinson, he can get open thanks to his understanding of pace and leverage in his route running in order to gain separation. And finally, number 20, Dontavian Wicks, Virginia, 6'1", 200 pounds. He may be the sleeper of sleepers. If you're looking to throw a dart at a prospect, you might as well toss it Wicks' way. Now, Wicks' relative athletic scoring came in as a 9.17, thanks to one of the best explosive grades in this class. In 2022, Wicks struggled with a new offense, but when he was on, he was impossible to defend, thanks to his ball tracking abilities and his highlight real ball skills. With that all being said, here's a final look at the wide receiver prospects. According to my ranking system, Jackson Smith and Jigba, he takes the number one spot. At number two, Jordan Addison. Number three, Quinton Johnson. Number four, Zay Flowers. And number five, Marvin Mims. Number six, Josh Downs. Number seven, Jalen Hyde. And number eight, A.T. Perry. At number nine, Cedric Wilson. At number 10, Tyler Scott. Number 11, Rasheed Rice. At number 12, Jaden Reed. Number 13, Jonathan Mingo. Number 14, Michael Wilson, and a number 15 tank Dell. Well, thank you for stopping in and listening to this video, my 2023 pre-draft rookie rankings. One last shout out to fantasypoints.com. Head over there for the 2023 prospect guide, as well as Scott Barrett's wide receiver rankings as he put these wide receivers through his model. And we will see you after the draft.